Hello once again, everyone. Today is Yod 10, 8, 16 Yod, also known as April the 8th, 2020. This is a special day in my family because uh, our sons, Robbie and I, our sons, Jordan, our oldest, and Joshua, our youngest son, they share a birthday today. It's their birthday. I remember those days very, very well. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm not, I'm sure not as much as my wife does, okay? <laughs> but Joshua uh, was born in Panama City, Jordan, in Montgomery. When we first entered ministry in 1985, we discovered that Jordan was on the way. I'll never forget, I was working for a company then, and I was over in uh, they call it the, the West Bank side of New Orleans area there, and I made a phone call back in because we were curious if, if, uh, if we had a little one on the way. And Jessica, little tiny thing then, little um, three and a half, four years old, I guess. Uh, she she got on the phone, didn't have the cell phones in, and uh, she said, "Daddy, we're going to have a baby." And I just never forget that feeling. There, it was amazing. And then, um, as we went into into ministry, it was uh, very tight financially. We didn't care. We were so thankful be doing some things that Yahweh wanted us to do. I was youth pastor at New Life Church in Millbrook, Alabama. And also taught in their Christian school. And Jordan was, was born there at St. Margaret's Hospital. Uh, we had a, uh, it was Sister Mary Kay at this hospital. She was a nun, but she was a spirit-filled nun. And when Jordan was born, it was pretty amazing, to say the least. And she was praying over him. And, and it, was, it was awesome. Then when we were going from New Life Church, Montgomery, in the Millbrook area, moving into Panama City, Florida, to be there with Apostle Ball and all the group there, uh, we discovered that Joshua was on the way. And so <laughs> he was born there at Gulf Coast Hospital there in Panama City, Florida, just two years, two years later. So we're great. I'm grateful for both of my my sons. They both are very much involved in our lives today. They did very well in marrying two beautiful ladies. Uh, Jordan's wife is Sarah. She's beautiful, gifted, loves Yahweh, giving us some great daughters. Uh, granddaughters for us, and then uh, Jordan Lee. We call her Jordan Lee because her first name is Jordan. Well, you know, and the brother Jordan. That was also kind of fun doing the wedding, uh, but because I did the wedding, and it was everybody's laughing because I said, uh, Jordan, you take Josh to be your wife, and everybody's laughing because Jordan, his brother, was his best man on the other side of him. He got a big kick. So we call her Jordan Lee because of that, to not confuse things. But she's beautiful, and she has given us... Uh, with Josh, three beautiful grandbabies, and so we appreciate all that, and they're wonderful. They're very much involved, like I was saying, Jordan, gifted in music, and and a lot of things. It helps us in so many ways in ministry full-time here. Joshua helps us in other ways. He he uh, is actually the president of, of Opie, our technology company that we founded, and we're grateful for what his giftings are, and just amazing. I am just greatly blessed by my family, all the spouses get along um, with the family and the brothers and sisters get along well. And it's a gift. It is. And I remember growing up and some of our relatives that would come visit us, that would always turn into some kind of fight. <laughs> my mom, I admit, was a little volatile, okay, a little edgy. And so some of the other family members were edgy too. So it made for interesting gatherings, but not with my family here. I'm grateful for that, and it's been a gift from Yahweh. Now, I want to get into some scripture that I believe is very 
pertinent uh, for some times that we're in in Hebrews. I love the book of Hebrews. It is so unique in the New Testament. It's unique on its own. It speaks about the Melchizedek order, the Zadok priesthood. It is so powerful. It's so deep. It's so dimensional, like the book of Revelation. So dimensional. I see the book of Revelation as kind of being to itself um, it's in its own thing. And I believe Hebrews is very similar. I really do. So, uh, of course, Hebrews from Eber, and it's awesome. But Hebrews 9, I will read this, and I'll never forget a, uh, Apostle Paul was teaching us and through the years. And it says here in verse 11, said, uh, but, but Christ being come and high priest of good things to come. And Apostle Paul always say, if you see a but in, in front of something, go back and see why it's there. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that today, so find out why it's there, please. And it says, come and a high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood. He entered into in this, in this place once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of an heifer sprinkled, uh, the unclean, sanctified to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Now, there's a lot more to that scripture there. The, the dead work thing. I mean, you know, how much have we dealt with the thing of the dead works? Just doing things. But it says faith without works is dead. But I don't want to do just dead works. Just doing stuff that kind of makes me feel like I've done what I need to do. And I've seen uh, so many. I've, I've mentioned this before. The Apostle Paul, when he was teaching us, training us in ministry. He said, remember, he said people who have problems, they, they usually don't have them instantly. It's over a series of a lot of bad decisions. And do not sacrifice your family for something they've been doing a long time and they want an instant fix. He said, he said, protect your family first and then go from there. And so I protected that through the years. And, and I think that's one reason that our family is closer because we have spent time with our family. We've cared about them. We've protected them. Has everything been perfect? No, but I, I don't think about that. I, I engage the, the forgiveness of Almighty God of whatever, you know, and keep moving and mature and think on these things that the, the dead works will not have a voice. That way we can discern things that we need to discern, not be caught up in all kind of emotional situations that were just their dead works. They will not do anything for you. They'll not produce anything. I'm walking out here in my yard, beautiful day, and hear the birds. Uh, it's a blue jay. When I was a little boy, I could hear, I, I knew the different sounds of birds. And uh, that's a blue jay. They, they were, they're amazing and beautiful and big, actually, for birds like that and so it's here in nature here but in the middle of this i just want to encourage you let your works count don't feel like you've got to be doing something all the time this thing of the, we're all facing right now in the coronavirus thing is that we've all been sent home and declare a sabbath of rest resting your mind your heart your body don't feel like you've got to do something all the time and make sure that the works count Faith without works is dead. And that means that, that what he always says to you, just do that. Focus. And that way the works will not be something that's, 
It's just you're just doing something and put you put God's name on it and it makes it okay. Not no 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 no. It has no ability to produce anything. You know, it, there's a scripture that talks about there's there's a lot of words, but where's the power? You know, <laughs> that's that's the, the, the those that talk a lot. They sound good, sound so smart and all this stuff, but where's the power? Show me. You know, the, the movie a long time ago. <laughs> Show me the money. Show me what's going on. Show me what's happening. If it's real, it, it has evidence. Power moves. I'll never forget when Dr. Yana was here recently and how what she said. So she said a lot of things that just blew my mind and it was awesome. It was such a, with a heart of uh, love and acceptance and but what great knowledge, but she had wisdom with it. She said something that so hit me. She says, Yahweh basically is energy. <laughs> now, being around the Opie thing we've done for a long time now, I learned a lot about that, about energy and about power. And see, power is, is when energy is released. It is, creates a force that something's going to move. So if you stay, when he says, look at me and all these things we've got going on, if you look at him, then your faith works. It moves things that need to be moved. You know how to rest in him. And when you rest in him, things can happen without you having to exert any kind of effort to make sure you're doing things. There's some effort right now. One is getting in your throne rooms. That's it. But it's not much to it. It's awesome. Today I was in my throne rooms and saw some amazing things. In that fourth dimension throne room. Well, that's my 10 minutes today. Again, happy birthday to Jordan and Joshua Smith. Love you guys. Blessings to everyone. That's my 10 minutes today. Shalom.